What what is going on? Welcome back to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101, episode 59, I think. So that means you got 50 more, 58 more episodes before this. But anyways, guys, I want to say thank y'all for listening to this podcast. I truly love y'all for taking the time to listen to this. Um, but before we get started, you know, I got to do my normal. Um, just if you know, if you want to know where to find me, find me on Facebook, Tony, S-T-O-R-I-E. Find me on Instagram at TNT Dad. 2728 you can find me on uh linkedin tony in parentheses anthony last name story so by the way if y'all are wondering why i have tnt dad 2728 it's tatum and tyler and then i'm their dad and then 27 is my daughter's birthday and 28 is my son's birthday so anyways if y'all are wondering so just so that y'all know now anyways long story short um oh other thing is if you like this podcast episode, please give me a five-star review and then um, just put some words underneath it and say thanks for, you know, how badass you are, okay? All right, guys. Anyways, <laughs> the other thing is just whatever platform you're listening to me on and make sure you're sharing this information with everybody. So I was sitting there in the, moment, the meeting on Saturday and, um, you know, just trying to get the guys pumped up and we had a good Saturday, you know, one of the better Saturdays I've had since I've been there. Uh, well, the second best Saturday. We, we sold a lot of cars, we made some money and stuff like that, so it was a good thing. But one of the key things that I talked about in the meeting is, you know, what happens in this world is we, we live in those 30, minute, those 30 minute TV shows or sitcoms or soap operas or whatever, and we want everything to happen in 30 minutes. It's kind of what we call as instant gratification. And if nothing happens in that time frame, that instant gratification, we get worn out, we get depressed, and we kind of want to poop on our minds and say we suck, right? But one of the things I've known since I've been in the car business, and, I, and it just kind of came to light um, when I was in the meeting, is, you know, I watched these guys and, and girls or whatnot, the guys and girls and just trying to sell cars, and what they worry about is they worry about, you know, what's going to happen right now? How am I going to sell this car right now? And, you know, the one thing I remember when I was selling cars is, is I, I not only worried about what I was going to sell right now, but also worried about building my pipeline. And, and what I mean by that is, is that you know you don't always sell the customer on the first day you know as much as we want to as much as we want to have uh, be on point with every objection that gets thrown our way or you know we want to do whatever we can to sell every car possible that day uh, the key element is that we have to build that pipeline and those customers that typically come in for an appointment you've worked on them for one or two days you know it just wasn't an instantaneous kind of car purchase so you know that's one of the things that I think gets lost in any kind of business any kind of sales is that we sit there and we think about the instant gratification of what we're going to do now, how we're going to sell the car now, and if we don't, you know, and, and as managers, we lose complete sight of this too, you know, because we're like, oh, you suck, you didn't, you didn't, you couldn't close that customer, you couldn't do your, your, your job, whatever, I mean, it's just one of those things, but what I look at in hindsight that, you know, what can I do to set myself up to hopefully get that customer to always come back to us or come back to us and not um, spoil the mood? You know, one of the key things, or one of the one of the cool things that happened on Saturday, we had a customer coming in looking at Infinity, and um, you know, she's like, "Well, I just want to compare it to Lexus. Those are the only two models I'm comparing it to." And I said, "Okay, you know, um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about the Lexus, but I will tell you this much, you know, it's this is like in between couple. This is in between two models, and you know, if you want to take it for an extended test drive, you're more than welcome to. You know, I tried everything I possibly could." And then finally, one of the guys I work with, uh, the finance manager comes out, have him take a turn. Once again, 
I can't close everybody. So I will have people that helped in, in, the, in closing customers. I bring him out and I, start, and I start having him talk to the customer. And so long story short, customer goes, well, I'm just gonna look regardless. So Kevin, um, which is one of my finance managers, decides to tell him, may, may, make sure you ask for this guy down there. Um, because, you know, he just sits there and you gotta think about it from this aspect too. You know, if you're not gonna sell that car, and you know somebody at another dealership, at least help them out. And and if you know that they're gonna give them the best customer service, it's just a good business practice to do. Because if you sit there and you tell them to go down there and, and they don't see anybody and they just see somebody randomly and they don't see the person that you tell them to, they're not gonna get that elite customer service that they, that they deserve and that they need. So, you know, one thing I learned from that whole experience was, you know, the customer went down there, decided that they didn't want that vehicle and they're gonna come back and purchase from us. And so we bail them in the vehicle on Saturday. They should sign up on Monday and we should be a done deal. But the key thing was, is I knew I couldn't get the sale that minute. And you know, everything, every time I do that, um, that I realize that I can't get the sale that minute, I always try to set myself up for the following phone calls or emails, whatever's gonna go out. So before we go on a little bit further, y'all know what time it is. It's gonna be my Anchor app, my Anchor app. My Anchor app, um, um, a commercial or whatever you, want to do, whatever you want to do, sponsorship. I also got hit up for another one. They have some kind of instant messaging thing. I'm going to read into it a little bit because um, I like to make a little bit of money on the side. Not a whole lot, like 50, 60, 70 bucks. That way I can pay for dinner for the night out with the kids or the, the wife or whatnot. So anyways, just give me a few, uh, one minute, take a real quick listen to it. Appreciate you guys. All right, guys. I am back, I am back, I am back. So back on to what I was talking about. You know, you're not, you know, the one thing is, is you need to set yourself up for the following of phone calls. So if the customer's not gonna buy that day and your manager should do a good job of this, you should also do this too, is whenever you're sitting there and you're done with the customer, the customer's like, no matter what you do, you can give me a car for free, I'm not buying a car today. Actually, they probably would. but. It's almost to the point where you can give them a car for free and they still wouldn't do the deal. The thing is that you, you um, sit there and say, well, hey, what is the time frame? Just so I can make the proper follow-up phone calls to make sure that you know, you're being taken care of. You know, a day, a week, a month, whatever. And then that way you set your calendar to make those follow-up phone calls. Now me, I always do it probably two weeks. I always try to do it preemptively two weeks, two days, two hours before they tell me to. So. A customer says follow up with them in two weeks. I like to follow them up within the week. Might, it might not be a direct phone call. It might be a text message just to keep myself in their mind. But I always try to do it a little bit more because, you know, I don't want to say buyers are liars, but typically uh, most of your customers do lie to you. I don't think they do it out of, um, how do I put this, out of, um, you know, being mean or evil to you or whatnot. I think they do it because they're, they're afraid to say no and they're afraid to make a decision. So the reason why they sit there and tell you it's a white lie to them and they don't think they're hurting anybody. And regardless, they're really not hurting you. But the thing is, is that, you know, it's your business. You want to make sure you follow up with them properly. So a customer sits there and goes, you just follow up with me. I'm going to probably make a decision by the end of the month. And, you know, you're on the 20th. I'd probably follow up with him in the next three days, probably two days, actually. Shoot him a text message, email, kind of shoot him some, you know, maybe YouTube videos, some anything that would be, um, relevant to what he's trying to, um, uh, the decision he's trying to make. 
And so, and that's the thing. If you don't sell them that day, make sure you're following up with them the right way. Same thing that goes with internet leads. Not all, not all internet leads close within the first 48 hours. Um, I think Infinity, their highest closing percentage or the rate where they close the highest on their internet leads is, I think they said like almost 60 days out. And so that's the thing. These are customers, now for, all those, for those of y'all that work in the luxury brand, your customers don't come in because they have to buy whatever luxury brand you're selling, whether it be an Infinity, Audi, BMW, or Mercedes. Your customers don't come in to buy those kind of cars because they have to. They buy those cars because they want to. So that's why the time frame in which they buy, whether it be an internet lead, whatever, or whatnot, is a little bit more um, lengthier is because the simple fact is they don't have to buy the car that day. So just remember that. Remember, whatever you work for, whoever you work for, whatever brand it may be, your customer typically doesn't have to buy that day. So anyways, but one of the things you got to definitely do is make sure you set that follow-up schedule up to the proper time of which you want to call them. You know, whatever CRM you're working out of, whether it be Ely's, Venn Solutions, you know, Reynolds or Reynolds or whatnot, you can probably go in there and set up the follow-up phone calls that you want to make and the, and the time you want to make them. So make sure you're doing that. So... Um, oh yeah, real quick story though. I had another customer come in on Saturday night and man, I was bound to turn to close her on a Q50. Still my closer, but you know, she works for CVS. You know, she could sit there and she was in a, a total loss. Her car was flooded. But one of the key things I asked her, I said, what time do you want, when do you want me to follow up? And um, you know, she said, well, I got to make a purchase by Tuesday. And I said, you know what? If you, if you, if you want to buy a Q50, you want to buy a brand new one or whether it be CPO, you know, come to us. We'll sit there and put you in a loaner vehicle that we don't have to pay for Avis or whatever it may be for the next two days. But the thing is, is I preempted myself for follow-up, preempted myself to get her in the mindset that she's going to buy a car for me, and I did all that stuff. So anyways, just to review a little bit, man, don't worry about the instant gratification of selling a car. Don't worry, you know, you as managers that are managing people, don't treat your cus- don't treat your salespeople the same way. You know, I always want to close a car deal that same day. But the one thing I know is, is if I can't, I'm going to make sure I set myself up properly. The other thing is, is make sure you're following up properly. Make sure you're staying in their ear, whether it be text message, phone calls, emails, or whatnot. Um, and make sure when you sit there and you don't close them that day, you sit there and you give, ask them what, what's the best way of communication for you. That way you do that communication the proper way, the proper times, um, in order to get them all you know, situated and taken care of. So guys, um, that's really my episode right now. You know, don't get, don't get stuck into that... Um, sitcom or you know 30 minute tv show of trying to sell a car within 30 minutes it's not always possible and that's why you're sales professionals you're not sales professionals because you can sell a car in 30 minutes like you're getting somebody in and out of a restaurant real quick you're not a server what you are is you're a car salesman so you have to sit there and date them for a little bit i always told i told one customer one time you know i said we got to date for a little bit you know we're, we're going to be in our dating phase i'm going to ask you to marry me then we're going to be engaged for a little bit and then at the very end, we're going to get married and you're going to buy the car for me. And that's what the key elements to selling a car is. You're just building that relationship relationship with them so that they love you and they want to buy a car from you. So guys, don't forget what I tell you. This is going to be the easiest five-figure or this could be the hardest five-figure job that you ever had or the easiest six-figure. Just you can figure out what that one means. The other thing is we all win when we all win. So whatever, whenever you get this information, make sure you share it with somebody, whether it be through text message, uh, email, DM, private message, just make sure you get this information out to them, whether they're, whether they're new in the car business or they've been in it forever, you know, sometimes we always need a refresher, and I do too, that's why I record this podcast, so I can refresh my mind and kind of tell you all about stuff that I've been I've been through and I've, I've done in the car business, 
and things that I see on a daily basis. So guys, you know, what you're doing right now over this next week, if you're building that pipeline, build it so it bursts so bad that you don't even know what to do with all the customers and you're having to split half deals at the end of the month. So I love you guys. Um, make sure y'all you listen to the previous episodes before this. Give me a five-star review. Connect with me. If you're going to connect with me, please tell me why you're connecting with me because I get, not that I'm like popular or super famous or anything like that, but I get, but I get a lot of connections throughout the day. I, like most of y'all do. Um, because probably are just people that see that your mutual is friends with you, um, they're randomly, uh, they're ra- randomly, randing, randomly friending you. So guys, uh, make sure y'all sit there and let me know why you're friending me. Because I, I'm, I won't if you if I don't know you or if I don't see that you're in the car business, I'll typically delete you as a friend. So and I don't take it personal. I just don't know who you are, and I don't want to have so many friends that I don't want to see junk stuff on my Facebook feed. So guys, you know what I'm gonna say. I love y'all guys. Peace.